0: Welcome to the Hogmanay edition of the AFC Donscast. Coming out, we have post match reaction from Patodri on Boxing Day with Tony Doherty and Bruce Anderson. And we catch up with Derek McInnes and now McGinn following our match against Hearts at Tynecastle on Sunday on the AFC Donscast on Tuesday, the 31st of December.
1: how the days are coming, how the days are coming, how the days are coming, how the days are, coming, are coming, Tis the coming, season, watch out, out all the around, the something's coming.
0: And welcome to our Hogmanay edition of the show. It's Gray McKay here. It was mixed results for the Dons in our final games of 2019. Winning one and drawing one was the order of the day. Let's start with our Boxing Day match against Livingston at Potodry. Whilst it was not the most riveting of encounters, it was encouraging to see two of the Dons youngsters on the scoreboard. Derek McInnes was forced into a change before the game had started. Andy Constein went off injured in the warm-up, which meant a shuffling off the side, with Shea Logan coming off the bench to start the game and Seb Ross taking his place on the bench. James Wilson was dropped to the bench. Curtis Main came out front with Conor McLennan and Ryan Hedges started, with Zach Viner going from central midfield to right-back. We had an early lead thanks to Conor McLennan in the 13th minute. Lewis Ferguson picked up from Ryan Hedges on the left, who passed to Conor on the right side of the box, and McLennan fired the shot into the net. Other than that, there was not much to talk about from the Don's perspective in the first half. Lewis Ferguson had a header saved by Sarkic from a Hedges cross, and they had another goal just before the break, but this time Ferguson put the header over the bar. Livingston really only had one decent opportunity off the first half in the 40th minute, when Scott Pittman's shot went past Joe Lewis and Scott McKenna cleared the ball away from danger. In the second half, there was not much joy for either side. McGinn had a couple of shots blocked. Curtis Mayne should have scored in the 72nd minute. McGinn passed the shot to him at the back post, but the striker didn't manage to get any purchase on the header. 81 minutes in and we went 2-up when Maine flicked the ball on for Bruce Anderson who raced ahead to slot the ball into the bottom right corner of the net. Unfortunately, we couldn't keep a clean sheet, 86 minutes on the clock and Lyndon Dykes headed home a Stephen Lawless corner to give Livingston a consolation goal. Tony,
1: two goals from two academy graduates must be very pleasing. That is the most pleasing thing
2: about it. You know, it's great when your young players come through the development system that we've got here. And uh, I thought Connor's goal particularly was a fantastic team goal, you know. And Bruce, when he gets his opportunity to come on, he's lethal. We see him in training every day, he gets his opportunities, you know, he possibly could get more opportunities, but he certainly takes his chances when he gets that. And he had one chance today and he scored. And it gave us that breathing space that hopefully, we, well, I'm hoping we go on and see the game out. But we're disappointed we don't keep that clean sheet, but really pleased for both those boys and, and for all the work that gets into getting them into the first team, we, they get the rewards from it.
1: Andy Considine pulled up before the game started. What was Andy's problem? He's been he, he's feeling his hip from the, the game out there,
2: and he, he felt it in the Celtic game as well. And he just in the warm up we got knocking it in training, and he just felt it was too difficult for him to carry on. So we had to jig the team about, put Shea in it, left back, Zach at right back, and uh, it just shows you. I think the good thing come away from today is we always find a way to win. You know, we've got our Obviously, a top goal scorer suspended for the match today. We've got our, probably one of our most consistent performers, comes out in the warm But we still managed to find a way to win the game. And pleasing, as you said, that both their academy graduates get on the score sheet today. But also pleasing that, you know, our home form has been good this season. I think we've only lost to Celtic at home. So if you keep that up and keep picking up points on the road, then you'll not be far away from where we want to be.
1: We scare late on. It was a good goal. Lawless, great cross, and Dykes showing how good he is in there. He's a threat
2: from our point of view. Every goal is preventable, and we think we can stop the cross coming in the box, and we think we can stop the movement of him to get the header. So we're disappointed, you know. I think uh, particularly the defenders in there. That what they want is a two nothing. You know what we all want is a two nothing. So I think we're showing, particularly Scott McKenna, a real good level of consistency in our defending. And I think you know there's a disappointment there that we didn't keep the clean sheet, but. Had you given me the three points that started the, start of the day had a bit of horn off you and it's it's important that we make sure that we keep doing that. We keep winning our home games and picking up points on the road.
1: Down to Castle on Sunday afternoon. We know Hearts have got, not got the troubles to seek. The crowd will be wanting to get on their backs uh, but it's a game that we must just treat it like any other.
2: Well we'll sit down with the boys in training tomorrow, we'll sit and we'll analyse the, the the Hearts game today and previous games and just see what's the best way to go about doing that. But yeah, as you said, our focus is on our performance. You know, we'll look at our game today, analyse what we did, what we can do better, and we'll look at Hearts and hopefully have a game plan to get down here and take all three points.
3: Bruce, you must be delighted coming off the bench, scoring the winner.
4: Yeah, over the moon. Um, I think as a sub coming on, you just have a big impact in the game, and um, yeah, I'm just happy
3: that I've managed to score a goal. Talk us through your goal. How did you see it?
4: Um, I just seen the ball drop, and first thing on my mind was just try and get a shot on goal, and then. Uh, slotted it in, so I'm, I'm delighted, yeah.
3: Turned out to be the winner, and what was a very tight game, but it was exactly what you expect from Livingstone, that always work very, very hard, don't they?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew before the game, it was going to be a battle, a lot of um, balls in the air, but um, we're just happy that we managed to get the three points, and we uh, look forward to, to Hearts now.
3: And maybe even more satisfying from the club point of view, that it was two of our academy graduates that got the goals, Connor getting the first one.
4: Yeah, um,
3: yeah, we're both delighted in
4: there. Over to me for Connor as well. He's been working hard this year, and yeah, we're just uh, we're just happy to contribute today.
0: On to the last match of 2019 and the decade, Derek McInnes made three changes to the side that won against Livingston at Pitodry on Boxing Day. Dean Campbell and John Gallagher returned to the starting eleven, with Connor McLennan, Ryan Hedges, and Nal McGinn all dropped to the bench. Bruce Anderson was finally given his first start of the season for the Dons. Sam Cosgrove was still out serving his second game of his two-match ban following the red card he received against Celtic before Christmas. An opening chance came in the third minute when the ball broke to Bruce Anderson at the edge of the 18-yard box, but his shot went over on the turn. Hearts had the closest of chances in the early stages of the game on the quarter-hour mark when Machino fired a shot along the face of goal and thankfully went inches wide. Abdeen were struggling and Hearts took more of the opportunities in the first half. Maschino was nearly on target again in the 22nd minute and fired a shot over from 25 yards. Uchi Iqpiezo went past Dean Campbell in the 25th minute before putting a low cross across the face of goal. The ball was picked up by Maschino at the back post who shot low beyond Joe Lewis but Scott McKenna managed to clear the ball off the line. It wasn't working for the Dons so Derek McInnes put Shea Logan from right-back to left-back with Zach Viner dropping from the midfield three into the right-back row and he pushed up Dean Campbell from left-back into midfield. Andy Irvin picked up Craig Halkett eight yards out and Joe Lewis denied his attempt in the 37th minute. Zach Viner was forced off injured in the 44th minute with an injury to his right arm and now McInnes came in as his replacement. Hartz came out of the blocks in the second half with all guns blazing and three minutes into the half, Ike went beyond Shea Logan and drilled his shot low to Ewan Henderson. The shot landed on the roof of the net. Hartz got the opener in the 48th minute though when Machino picked up the ball 25 yards out and hit his shot into the far corner of the net. And just moments later, Andy Irving drove a shot towards Lewis who pushed the ball behind for a corner. Hearts were reduced to 10 men in the 68th minute when Sean Clare pulled back John Gallacher, Alan Muir showing the Hearts midfield player a straight red. It was left to now begin to score the equaliser just moments later when he stepped out from the free kick, hit the ball over the wall and in off the post to score for the Dons. Although the Dons had the advantage in numbers, they didn't make the most of it and ended the game all square. A disappointing draw for the 1,790 travelling Red Army as we finished 2019 in fourth place in the Scottish Premiership.
1: Derek it was a pretty scrappy game overall but two quality goals.
4: Yeah, I think uh, disappointed but uh, certainly the first half performance. Um didn't help matters, we would have been a try to shoehorn players in, you know, potentially have um I wanted to be fair to both strikers, didn't want to put Bruce up there on his own against two big centre backs. Um so we tried to go with two strikers which means there's a trade off elsewhere and we didn't really get the benefit of the two strikers and you know obviously um I thought Hearts were a better team without really, giving us too many problems in terms of um, for Joe making saves. When Zach goes off, doesn't help matters, and we were then down to three defenders down, really, in terms of Constein, Lee, and then him. And Young Dean goes back into that kind of left-back position. We tried to play him a slightly advanced in the start of the game, but I thought Young Campbell was excellent and did very well. We um, spoke at half-time about, you know, you know, a bit of honesty, about how we know passing the ball well enough, not showing enough of ourselves, um, I think we were better we went back to a more uh, familiar shape, we won up, you know, when Bruce goes up on his own, McGinn and James Wilson come on, but, you know, McGinn's been doing that um, for years now for us, sh- turning up when the game was screaming a bit of quality and, you know, they got it through, there's a goal, Machino, and we got it through Niall, and I thought at that stage, um, you know, we looked as if our tails were up, the um, crowd were getting into it, we uh, then... Uh, smart, bit of play to allow you know, get the red card. I know, when we thought there for about five or ten minutes after that we looked likely to get the next goal. And we had a great opportunity when Niall should square for Bruce, um, and just overhits it. But I think after that, the next ten minutes from then on in, you know, I don't know exactly when the red card, but I mean I would say the last ten minutes of the game, we were um, we, we were devoid of the quality, we were devoid of the calmness, devoid of the right decision making, and uh, we all became a bit too rushed with everything we were doing. Sailing it forward, um, not moving the ball quick enough at the right times, and it was in these moments I think we had to um, show a bit more uh, experience, control, um, composure to get to their goal and try and get the winning goal. And unfortunately for us, um, we didn't do enough of that. And uh, it's not for the first time. And I hopefully, as I say, we um, dust ourselves down. Um, the players have obviously a few of them running an empty. there, A few players coming back from injury, in particular. You can see a wee few tired bodies out there. But I think in the January, hopefully, we'll uh, add to the squad and uh, re-energise and go for the second half of the season. You
1: mentioned young Dean Campbell. There was one break late on for Hearts, and yeah. he, he's tackled. Not only did he dispossess the Hearts play, then set up an attack.
4: Yeah, I think that's the side of Dean that we're still um, looking for those improvements in t- games like today. Taking that extra responsibility is brilliant for his development. And, uh, you know, he's a great way to pass, I think, through for um, for the McGinn chance to square for Bruce. Um uh, and I think he was, you see, the benefit of him being at left back in possession, but you also, as you say, when he had to defend, he defended 1v1 pretty well, and uh, he can be pleased with his performance. So we've come through these two games without Cosgrove, who's so important to us. Um, we've got four points from six. Um, obviously, we weren't at our best today. I think there's reasons for it, um, but I want us to find the answers to, to the, those reasons in the second half of the season. Hopefully, Sam coming back now. If we can get Andy back, that will help matters. Um, we're going to be without probably Viner, Lee and Bryson for a period of time now as well. So hopefully we can make necessary additions to the squad and changes to the squad that will help us in situations like today when the, the game is screaming for a bit more quality to try and um, get all three points today. Uh, I think the pitch was fiery for both sets of players. I think you can see the crowd getting behind it, the, the new regime here and, and for Hearts. So sometimes you've always got to overcome that side of it. But you know, I think when we've not played at our best, picked up a point without injuries and key players missing, eh, we'll take our point, but honest enough to know we've got eh, a lot of work to do in the second half of the season to get those improvements.
1: The training camp in Dubai has shown
4: in the past that we've come back and hit the ground running. Well, we have. Um, I, I can't think of a year that, that we've not had the benefit of the, of the break. Um, and hopefully, say, we can... Eh, we can uh, have something similar again this season. You know, I do think more important than going away in a winter camp, more important is um, trying to get additions into the squad for the key injuries and key players we've lost. So if we can get those players in, um, hopefully that will help us uh, as much as uh, the winter break. a good year when
5: it comes. Thank to you. It. Cheers.
3: Niall, it's the decade ends with you scoring the final goal for Aberdeen. Unfortunately, it wasn't a winner.
5: Yeah, no. First and foremost, delighted, obviously. The- to get the goal, what got us back into the game, but I thought we sort of uh, we should have kicked on, maybe, and get the ball wider a bit quicker, and got uh, the ball in the box and created more chances. And it was a scrappy sort of game all round. I think obviously two moments of of, uh, of probably brilliance, as you like to say. They've obviously scored a very, very good goal, and uh, obviously made free kick as well. But uh, all in all, probably disappointed. With sort of, it's always a tough place to come. I think. Uh, I think with sort of the run they have been on, uh, we just wanted to come here quiet in the crowd and obviously they got left with, with their goal. I'm delighted I could obviously help us to get us back into the game but uh, on the, uh, probably disappointed all round that we
3: haven't come here and got the three points. You watched the majority of the first half because you, you came on as a sub, there wasn't a lot of football but there was plenty of effort from both sides. Yeah, no, probably
5: plenty of effort and everyone from the boys, thought we defended well at times. So, we nullified their threat as much as we possibly we could, and uh, we had a few few half chances in the first half, and that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to sort of get the ball in the sort of him behind their centre half, and, and obviously create chances. And yeah, it was a scrubby enough game probably throughout the, the whole of the 90 minutes. Even when they went down to 10 men, I thought they defended well at times, and uh, yeah, they they picked up second balls as, as well as we did, and yeah, we just should have probably used that that sort of action man more so than than we did. But on all. In all uh, just light, Obviously, we, we got back in the game with the free kick, and uh, yeah, I thought sort of the sense
3: he was in, in, sort of in our side, and we should have probably went on to win it. John Gallagher caused him problems. It obviously, it was his burst forward that led to Sean Clare's red card. Um, and Bruce Anderson was always a threat up front. You nearly linked up with him for what could have turned out to be the winner, I'm sure. Had the book been another foot, Bruce would never have passed it to you. But it was it was one of those games. It's fine margins, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine margins, I think. It's just quick thinking by us to, to
5: obviously get in behind and gal Brilliant to, to win the free kick. And, uh nah, I'm delighted I could step up and uh, score. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, it, it was one of those ones uh we had a few half chances, uh, Bruce's, Bruce's half chance, and obviously mine as well. I've tried to find him, but probably put a bit, of, bit too much on it. But it's one of those ones, if I take it and shoot myself, I might score. But it's, it's obviously trying to, to work the ball into a better position to, to obviously the striker. And obviously, Bruce is obviously in form at the moment, we're scoring last week. So uh, nah, on, on another day, we uh, we could have came here and got the three points. But we have to be happy to obviously get back into the game to, to where we were
3: got to make mention of Dean Campbell. I thought he gave a very mature performance for such a young player and playing in different positions, particularly when he was at left back. One challenge that he, he made when hearts were breaking, you know, that could have lost us the game had he not made it. Yeah, no, I thought,
5: thought Dean, Dean was outstanding at left back. He, he stood in him there uh, as if he's played there many times. So, now he's done very well for us and uh, hopefully I can sort of help him, help his confidence to kick on and uh, you know Dino, Dino's a, a young lad who'll always keep learning the game whether he's, whether he's playing centre mid or whether he's been called to play left back he'll always give 100% and he knows how, how much it is uh, how much it means to him and how much it means to the fans to play for this club and uh, not a delight for him that he could come in and sort of play as well as he did
3: and just he never looked out of place back home now for a few days rest see the family back home in Ireland and then it's out to Dubai um, for a bit of warm weather training and a chance to recharge the batteries over the next couple of weeks
5: Yeah, it's been been obviously a heavy fixture sort of the month of December but it's been sort of been up and down obviously results wise but uh, we've got to go away now recharge the batteries, dust ourselves down uh, enjoy obviously a bit of time off and uh, once we get it, it once we come around again, meet up and go to Dubai. We need to go out there, work hard, and look forward to the, obviously the Scottish Cup tie when it comes around. So now we've a few big, important games after the after the break. We're obviously having the Motherwell game as well. So uh, all in all, we'll look forward to them games when they come around. and uh, yeah, just ourselves down now, recharge the batteries, and enjoy a bit of downtime.
3: Well, thanks a lot, and have a good new year. Thank you. You too. Cheers. Bye.
0: Boxing Day, Hibs beat Hearts 2-0 at Tynecastle in the lunchtime game. Martin Boyle's first half double left the home side three points adrift at the bottom of the table. Celtic were 2-1 winners against St Mirren in Paisley thanks to goals from Callum McGregor and James Forrest. Cammy McPherson pulled one back for the Saints. Rangers won 1-0 against Kilmarnock I- Ibrox with Alfredo Mal- Maleros scoring the only goal of the game in the 65th minute. Motherwell hit back to beat Ross County 2-1 in Dingwall. Blair Spittle opened the scoring for the Staggies. They also had Lewis Spence sent off and Ross McKeever equalised against his former club. Declan Gallagher grabbed the winner in stoppage time. St Johnstone earned an important 1-0 win away to Hamilton thanks to an 80th-minute goal from Ali McCann. On Sunday, Rangers beat Celtic 2-1 at Parkhead to close the gap at the top to two points between the two clubs. Livingston leapfrogged Hibbs to go fifth in the table with a 2-0 win at the Tony Macaroni Arena, while Hamilton Akies came from behind to beat Motherwell 2-1 in the Lanarkshire Derby at Fir Park. That result means Hearts are now five points adrift at the bottom following our 1-0 draw at Tynecastle. Johan Foley has told The Evening Express he has to thank Aberdeen for potentially saving his life nine years after suffering an injury that would end his career at the age of 27. On New Year's Day 2011, the Togo International suffered a broken ankle in the one 0 draw with Dundee United at Pittodrie. Paris-born Foley revealed he was subsequently diagnosed with chronic pulmonary embolism which is blood clots on the lungs. He continues to take blood thinners for the condition and will have to do so for the rest of his life. The illness first materialised when Foley was pushing to return to fitness from the ankle break and struggled to breathe in training. Then Don's physio John Sharp noticed something was wrong and urged Foley to go for a check and he was eventually diagnosed. 34-year-old Foley insists Sharp's advice was vital because without it, he would have continued to push himself in training and potentially suffered a heart attack. And finally, Aberdeen are eyeing up a move for St Johnstone winger Matty Kennedy. The 25-year-old is out of contract next summer and the Dons are keen to secure the winger. Kennedy has recently broken into the Northern Ireland squad and Saints boss Tommy Wright is desperate to retain him. Kennedy has scored five times for Saints this season, including the equaliser in a one one draw with Aberdeen last month. St Johnstone gaffer Wright aims to sign Kennedy on an extended contract, but anticipates interested clubs to make a move for the former Everton winger. For more Don's News every day, head online to invernessreds.co.uk. Tickets for our Scottish Cup match against Dumbarton at Pataudry on Saturday the 18th of January are now on sale and for this match Aberdeen are trying something different to bring a bit of atmosphere to Pataudry. The Merkland stand will be trialled as a traditional home end with unallocated seating as part of an effort to recreate atmosphere enjoyed at away matches throughout the country. The trial is the first of many initiatives planned to improve the matchday experience at Pataudry introduced by new chairman Dave Cormack. Tickets for this section are available to book now. While seat details will be published on each ticket, the section will be for unallocated seating. Initially, the central sections will be available for purchase, and as demand grows, further sections will be opened sits stand season ticket holders who do not wish to enjoy the game in the active area and those with season tickets in the Richard Donald Upper Deck which will be closed for this match can email ticketoffice at afc.co.uk that's ticketoffice at afc.co.uk with their stand and block preference and tickets required and Aberdeen will arrange these following the release of any and purchase season tickets. Season ticket holders in the South Stand, Main Stand, and the RDS Lower will have the opportunity to purchase their season ticket seat for this match. If buying online, tickets will appear in the My Reserve Tickets under the Home Games tab. Any seats that have not been purchased by 5.30pm on Tuesday, the 7th of January, will be released for general sale. Season ticket holders who choose to purchase their seat before the deadline on Tuesday, the 7th of January, can load the match onto their season ticket card. Any purchases made after this point will be issued a paper ticket. We'll be taking our own winter break. The AFC Don's cast will be back on Tuesday the 21st of January following the Dumbarton match. You can keep up to date with all the latest January signing news online on the website, invernessreds.co.uk and on social media on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for us using Inverness Reds. And that is it for the decade and 2019. As we head into the final hours of the year, we'd like to thank everyone who has tuned in to the AFC Donscast this season so far and have been active with us on social media and on the website. It's been very much appreciated. Have a great new year when it comes and all the best to you and your families and friends for 2020. Happy New Year and stand free. more Don's news every day, head online to invernessreds.co.uk.